Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, simply reach out. Find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram tonight at Almost Famous Radio and subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So tonight, being joined on the tiny stage by Boston singer-songwriter Becca Hanna. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, John? I'm great. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is amazing. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you here. So for those who might not be familiar with you, give yourself an introduction. Um, yeah, so my name is Becca, um, Becca Hanna, and I'm from the Boston area. I've been singing and playing the guitar and the keys for many years. I mostly play guitar and keys to accompany myself, <laughs> but I feel like my music kind of just helps me express my very confusing up in the air emotions. <laughs> and I'm in a band called The Proper Lovers. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. At the proper lovers, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Becca Hanna underscore. Um, and my music is on all streaming platforms, so definitely check me out. I just released a single a couple weeks ago. It's called Echo Stacks, and it was a record I wrote like two and a half years ago, but I was sitting on it for a while because of production things. And yeah, I don't know. It was kind of just <laughs> I was just sitting on it for a while, but. I'm glad it's out in the world now, and I hope you guys take a listen and enjoy it. Fantastic. And I can already tell just by listening to your speaking voice, tonight's going to be absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got to ask you, how many radio interviews have you done up to this point? So this is my first one. Yeah. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Because I've got a whole list of questions in front of me here, like bullet points, and you answered every single question in your first sentence. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you've done this a million times. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, it's my first time though. But ask me anything. I'm I'm very I'm an open book. (laughs) All right. This is gonna be a fun night. Yeah. Let's start off with some music. What are we listening to first and what are you playing first for instruments? Yeah, so um I am, so an artist that I have been listening to a lot lately is Eloise. She just came out with a single. She's coming out with an album soon. Um, She's based in the UK. She sings a lot of alternative jazz and R&B. She has very warm, beautiful vocals, and her jazz riffs are incredible. And I'm very inspired by her. So I've been listening to a lot of her. And the first song I'm going to play you guys This came out in the summer. This is called I Want to Know, and I'm going to be playing it on the guitar. Let's hear it. We have Becca Hanna in studio tonight on the tiny stage, 95.9 WHD. It's all yours. Sweet. Thank you, John. Yeah, so this is I Want to Know. Been a while since I really smiled You got me all overwhelmed When you spend the night I feel hypnotized I'm used to being on my own I spent too long asking what I did wrong Was told to move on And 
sometimes I might show up late But if you want me, just trust and believe I'll give you the best parts of me So I wanna know why do you love me? Why do you love me? You say you do, but can you prove it to me? Why do you love me? Why do you love me? Am I a fool for giving myself to you? La 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 What a fantastic way to start the night. Becca Hanna, live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song in more detail. How did that song happen? Thank you, John. So I wrote this a little while ago. It's kind of about when you're just starting to date someone and you really want to know if they actually want to be with you in in the long run. You know, you're feeling a little hesitant because of past experiences and you're scared of making the wrong decision. You're scared of getting yourself hurt or hurting the other person. So it's kind of just like seeking that clarity that the person does want to be with you and reasons why they want to be with you. So it kind of illustrates some insecurities that one might feel at the beginning of a relationship and that unknown component, which can be really scary, but also exciting. So yeah. Did it work? It did, yeah. Okay. (laughs) It did. It totally did, yeah. You have been playing music for a long time, so talk about your earliest music memories. When did music first become part of your life? I think music first became a part of my life. Hmm, That's actually a tough one. I There's home videos of me singing when I was like four years old wearing wigs and dresses and pretending I'm a superstar. What were you singing? (laughs) I don't even know, like Carrie Underwood or like Hillary Duff. It was when I was, it was in the early 2000s when the Lizzie McGuire show was a huge thing. And I was just singing all her music, pretending to be some superstar. In second grade, I remember I started getting voice lessons. I wasn't even super into the idea of getting voice lessons. I felt really insecure and unsure of what I really wanted. If felt really insecure and unsure of whether I really wanted to get voice lessons, but my mom kind of just signed me up and I could not thank her more for that because that really kind of introduced me to my passion for singing. And I just kind of fell in love with it from there. I was performing at school recitals and then in middle school, I kept performing. I was in a jazz band Um, in high school. I was in an all girl band in high school and I was also in an acapella group, and then I was in an acapella group in college. I was in a band in college. I kind of just sang some coffee house style type of venues. And yeah, I started writing, I'd say around, kind of started writing since my teenage years, but I started really taking it seriously, I'd say in college. And then I graduated college during the pandemic or in 2020. So like, right as the pandemic happened and things were on pause, the world was on pause, but that actually gave me a lot of time to go inward and delve into my creative abilities and really expand my creative abilities and work on my craft and work on my vocals a lot more. That's, I think, when I got a lot better at singing was in 2020, I spent hours on end every day practicing vocal exercises, vocal techniques, and then I, I started meeting with some writers and producers in New York. We were having studio sessions. I actually wrote that last one with an incredible artist. His name is Adrian Daniel. He's based in Brooklyn. We wrote that together a couple of years ago. And yeah, I was just exposed to this whole new world of music. And I just fell more and more in love with it. And I continue to play to this day. So I have my solo situation and I am also in my band and I'm loving it. And it's really nice now that venue is starting to open up more. I'm able to play live. And it's just been exhilarating. When did you realize that this is something that you want to do for the rest of your life and make this your career? To be honest, it comes in waves. There's some days where I feel super confident 
that I'm doing the right thing and that I'm feeling super motivated and inspired. Then other days I have my doubts and I don't really know what I'm doing. And I also have this passion for helping people. And I'm kind of in this place right now where, you know, I want to keep playing. I want to keep writing. I want to keep performing. And I just kind of want to see where it takes me. I would love to go on tour someday, but making that decision, I don't know. I'm terrible at making decisions, so I get really in my head about all of it. I think I took myself more seriously as a musician in 2020 when the pandemic happened and I had nothing going on and I had all this time to practice and write and record and get into that headspace, I started to really take myself a lot more seriously and I started to really consider pursuing this as a career. And again, yeah, I have my days where I'm like, what am I doing? And my other days where I'm like, this is amazing. This is what I meant to be doing. So I'm kind of just, you know, taking it day by day and seeing what opportunities unfold. That's so cool. Thank you. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Take us through another song. What are we listening to next? Yeah. So um, I am going to play a song called Echo Stacks. I also wrote this with, um, I co-wrote this with an artist in New York and I actually wrote this like two and a half years ago, and this is the song I had talked about in the intro. It's a song I'd been sitting on for a while because of production purposes, but I was finally ready to share it with the world. Um, so here it goes. All right, we have Becca Hanna on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Just always seems to happen It's more than someone can imagine Heaven's always out of grasp But I find Now we're back to Sanity Yeah, yeah Summer's always getting closer but winter's always my emotion, yeah. My thoughts are always getting colder. Yeah. I think it's time I love myself a little more. See, time after time, I lose all sense of me. But your presence made me okay. Yeah, you'd make me smile so effortlessly But things always got in the way So I'm running through life Weakness, dark times Will you love me tonight? No worries, I'm fine I guess we'll let fate decide See, time after time I lose all sense of me But your presence made me okay Yeah, you'd make me smile so effortlessly But things always got in the I'm running 
Incredible. Becca okay. Hanna in Thank studio you. tonight. Fantastic job on that. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. You talked before that song about maybe struggling with moments of self-doubt and insecurity mm-hmm. in your music. Yeah. How do you get around that <laughs> when those hit you? Um, You know, I kind of just keep chugging along. Music helps me. Writing helps me. Creativity in general helps me. I've started to kind of develop this mindset of just surrendering to whatever path I'm meant to be on and, you know, surrendering to the moments of doubt, the moments of fear and just going with it and trying to like not take life so seriously. And um, I actually I have some more songs that kind of follow along the lines of that, those themes um, that I'll be playing later on as well. But yeah, this song definitely embodies that message and embodies that feeling of longing for someone that you can't have. And working through that and realizing that the only way to liberate yourself from that is through loving yourself and embracing what you can do for yourself. So the bones of that song you said started two years ago. Yeah. How do you think you've grown not just (laughs) musically, but emotionally and as a person over those two years? And does that song still stay with you two years later? Yeah. So um, I was in a much different headspace. I was longing for someone that I couldn't have who was unavailable. And, you know, it was during the pandemic. I was just in a really in a rut and I really didn't know where life was going to take me. I felt super lonely. You know, I still have my moments of feeling like I'm in a rut. However, I don't feel as lonely anymore. Um, I definitely have cultivated this um, mindset of loving myself a lot more and being a lot more gentle on myself. That's not to say that I have my moments. But when I sing this song, I'm reminded of that headspace that I was in at that time. And music can bring you back to that initial moment. Personally, for me, I would consider myself a very sensitive person. And hearing a song like this that I wrote in that time will always strike a chord within me no matter what. So I've definitely emotionally matured since then. But whenever I play this song or hear this song, I'm reminded of that feeling. And it's still a part of myself. What a great answer. Thank you. That is Becca Hanna tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, sounding fantastic. I do see a keyboard in front of us. We might be hearing some of that later on tonight, but we are up against our first break. We are brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. More with Becca Hanna on the Tiny Stage, just moments away. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour 95.9 WATD brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea being joined in studio tonight by Becca Hanna. How you doing? Hey, John. I am good. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for making the uh, long drive down from Cambridge yeah. to make this possible. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here. I love it. I love showing my music to the world. And I love talking about the meaning behind all of it and just talking about my process. It's incredible. This is what I love to do. I love to create. I love to talk about creativity. I love to talk about emotions. So I am all into this. That's what we're here for. Give yourself another introduction for those who may have missed the first part of the night. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Becca Hanna, and I am a singer-songwriter based in the Cambridge, Boston area. Um, I'm a solo artist, but I'm also part of a band called The Proper Lovers. You can find them on Instagram at The Proper Lovers, and you can find me on Instagram at underscore Becca Hanna underscore. Speaking of The Proper Lovers, who are we missing in studio from the band? Give the band a plug. (laughs) Yeah, so um, shout out Will, my beloved bassist and dear friend, and Zach, the incredible guitarist, and... uh, Andrew, the handsome drummer who everyone raves about whenever he's on stage, and Ben, the incredible pianist who plays with so much emotion, and I just love them all so dearly, and I'm so grateful to create with them and perform with them, and we actually have a performance in Brooklyn at the Sultan Room, which I'm super excited for. And speaking of which, too, you just started a residency. Yes, I did. I did. I just started a residency at... Um, that look through the glass was just incredible, by the yeah. way. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, what? what residency? I was confused for a second. But yes, I did start a residency at the Jungle Music Club in Somerville in Union Square. So I play the second Monday of every month. And I play a two-hour set. It's super chill. Um, I play upbeat songs, kind of lower energy relaxing songs. I kind of just go with what the crowd is feeling. 
But yeah, definitely stop by. It's a great atmosphere in there. And Union Square is so cute. There's so many cute little things happening at all times around that area. So definitely check it out. And I'll be posting more about that on my Instagram as well. And share that again, if you would. Yeah. So my Instagram is underscore Becca Hannah, B-E-C-C-A-H-A-N-N-A-H underscore. So cool. underscore Becca Hannah underscore. Simple <laughs> enough. Yes. The handle just Becca Hannah is taken, unfortunately. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. Going to need to get that at some point. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Yeah. So I'm actually going to play some songs on the keyboard. Okay. Sweet. Let me mute the guitar and we'll, awesome. uh, we'll switch you over to that. Great. And I have to give a big shout out to uh, Vicki Lynch, a local singer songwriter in the area, because that's the reason why the keyboard is still here. Oh, sweet. Thank you so much, Vicki. <laughs> and funny story about Vicki. So Vicki's one of my best friends. Oh, nice. She plays in the area quite a bit. She's taking some time off right now, but she um, is a millennial. And I, just as a joke, I shouted, play some Hillary Duff. Yeah. Which you mentioned earlier. And she basically played the entire Metamorphosis album from oh like beginning God. to end on acoustic oh guitar. God. That is impressive. I love that. <laughs> I have not covered any Hillary Duff, but I should. I owe that to my four-year-old self. So <laughs> that's awesome. But thank you, Vicky, for the keyboard. I'm going to slow it down a little bit now, as I said. Um, so this is, this song is called Giddy. We have Becky Hanna on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. You love this, I like that. Butterflies as soon as you can't tell. I just live, I'm ready to come back. I don't want, want to go. Boy, you make my heart and soul come alive. Emerald eyes and you so divine You so divine We couldn't really take it slow Take it slow You make me feel like I don't want Want to go, boy Make me feel Make me feel you Ooh, yeah I don't go chasing love anymore Yeah, still I feel something for you Something for you, boy I guess I underestimate It was magnetic when we locked eyes Was now on forgetting high But you got me feeling right Was planning to spend the night All over Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, oh, 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 oh,
Incredible. Becca Hanna in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Yeah, so that song is called Giddy, and then in parentheses, Emerald Eyes. (laughs) So um, that song is a happier love song. It's about like the honeymoon stage of a relationship and... That feeling that, you know, the butterfly sensation you get in your stomach when that person texts you. Just that euphoric energy that's radiating off of you at all times. That glow that you have on your face. Yeah, it's really just about the honeymoon stage and that feeling like you're just nervous and excited all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, it's just very happy. And yeah, I came out with that. A few months ago, actually, that's another song that so it's strange. I played for you songs I wrote a while ago, but I wrote that song over a year ago as well. And I actually switched it up a bunch. It was initially produced on like using a sample on some software on um, and I was kind of messing around with it on Logic. And then I ended up just kind of transforming it into like a soulful keyboard piece because that kind of speaks to me a little bit more. I tweaked it a bunch. I tweaked the lyrics a little bit over the past year. And yeah, I'm really happy with it. I think it was worth waiting for. I couldn't agree more. I think it is too. Thank you. (laughs) I have to ask about your voice because that's something that I think everybody notices about you as soon as they hear you sing is just that incredible voice. How did you find the voice that we're listening to tonight? Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. So like I said, when the pandemic started, I... Started engaging in a lot of vocal exercises I just found online. I really gained a lot more vocal control. I learned more proper um, breath work. And a lot of the artists that I listen to, I listen to Amy Winehouse, Erica Badu, Nora Jones, Carol King. I've kind of created a voice through listening to them. However, it's interesting. Someone once told me that When you're singing a song in a particular way that is inspired by the way that another artist sings it, you don't actually sound exactly like that artist. You end up sounding like your true voice. You find your true voice through trying to mimic another artist, and then you end up not sounding just like that artist, but you end up finding your own sound. So a lot of people tell me I sound just like Amy Winehouse sometimes. And other times they don't. And because, no, I mean, we have similar voices, but we also have very different voices. And I think that's because in the past, I was so inspired by her that I tried to sing like her. But through doing that, I ended up finding a unique version of my own voice. So I found my own voice through being inspired by other incredible female vocalists, kind of like a combination of all of their styles. And through experimenting with the styles of their vocals, I ended up finding my true sound and I still am try- like finding my true sound. There's certain songs where I belt more, certain songs where I sing softer. It really just depends on the vibe, depends on the audience, depends on whether I'm singing with my band or solo. And yeah, it's kind of just this ever-evolving thing I'm working on. Something that I've noticed over the last couple of years, especially post-pandemic with a lot of vocalists, is having vocal issues, especially oh, those yeah. who gig out five, six, seven nights a week, you know, yeah. sometimes multiple shows a day. How do you protect your voice? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's something I'm actually grappling with because I have this naturally raspy voice, right? It used to be a lot easier to lose, <laughs> but then I started doing proper vocal techniques and breath work and I've been able to sustain my vocals for a lot longer now. But yeah, no, there's definitely times where I've sang out at gigs and the next day my voice is a lot more tired than it should be. And in high school, I was, I remember I was in a musical that I was belting so much in and my voice started getting really tired. And no matter how much I rested, it was still really tired and I just couldn't sing like I had been used to singing. So I went to the ear, nose and throat doctor and they found some pre-nodular swelling. So I don't, I didn't have actual vocal nodes, but I had kind of like the start of them. So they gave me some exercises to work with to kind of like gain that strength back and heal my voice. So that definitely helped, but I'm not going to lie. That is something that crosses my mind and something I get a little anxious about my vocal health especially when I get really into it. Sometimes I'll scream into that microphone and it's not a good way to sustain your voice. So that is something I'm continuing to work on and improve. (laughs) It's very important. What advice would you give to aspiring singers who want to look for their voice and want to experiment? I would say 
cover songs by your favorite artists and you will start to find your true voice that way. And you'll start to realize that artists that you think you sound like or you try to sound like, you actually don't sound anything like. (laughs) However, the act of doing that helps you find your true sound. And that's exactly what happened to me and continues to happen to me. You'll also find that your true voice will start to evolve over the years as the style of music that you choose to sing will evolve. And yeah, just keep an open mind. I really cannot stress enough the importance of doing these vocal exercises and warm-ups. I used to never warm my voice up. And now when I do, I notice such a difference. I have so much more vocal control. Everything feels a lot more relaxed. And yeah, it definitely makes a significant difference. So I would say prioritize vocal warm-ups and vocal exercises, workouts, if you will, and then covering songs by your favorite artists. Great advice. That's Becca Hanna on the Tiny Stage. Time for more music here on WATD. What are we listening to next? Sweet. Thank you. So I'm going to stick with the keyboard. This song's actually kind of sad, but it's one of my favorite songs. It's beautiful. I poured my heart and soul into this when I wrote it. It's called Hazy. Let's hear it. We have Becca Hanna in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Crazy, my mind's a little 
Awesome. Becca Hanna in yeah. studio tonight. 95.9 WATD. Give us the story on that song. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So that song is called Hazy. I also wrote that a couple of years ago. It's interesting. I'm playing all these songs that I wrote a, wrote a while ago. It's probably because um, they're all the songs that are in my set list for my gig this weekend. So I'm kind of like in that mode. But I wrote this song, Hazy. About similarly to Echo Stocks, a song I played earlier, it's about longing for this person that you can't have. You missed your chance with them. You were good friends and you always felt something, but you never really knew how to act it or if they fully felt the same way. And then it was too late because they ended up dating someone else. (laughs) And yeah, it's just illustrating that feeling of longing for someone that you can't have, kind of like the one that got away and just dwelling and dwelling and dwelling on that. And wondering, yeah, I'm, you know, am I crazy? Like, am I crazy? Was this all in my head? Or was it real? And I guess the beauty of that is like kind of never really fully knowing. And that's why this song, I just, I absolutely love this song. It really encompasses all of those feelings, confusing feelings. And it's just beautiful to play. And it took me a really long time to write that actually. And I actually helped produce it as well. So that was a really cool experience. I kind of taught myself how to produce as I was creating it. So it's a very special song to me. The one that got away. Yes. Does he know that song is about him? I think he knows. I'm pretty sure he knows. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like this unspoken thing. Do you typically tell the people you write songs about that the song is about them? Depends on the state. Of, <laughs> it depends on the state of mind I'm in. That's all I will say. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> um, I think but they can usually guess. I'm sure. I think that most of these men have figured it out by now. My current boyfriend knows the songs I've written about him, but they're all happy songs thus far. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, this other guy, he definitely knows. But you know, it's okay. He, I think, you know, he gets it. He understands how art works, and yeah, I'm a very expressive. Out there person, as I said earlier, I'm an open book, so which can sometimes get me into trouble, but <laughs> it helps me be a better artist. So. These songs that you started writing two, three years ago yeah. that you're playing tonight, has your writing evolved oh, since yeah. then? Is oh, your newer God, yeah. writing different than what you sounded like two years ago? Oh, tremendously, yes. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, I have a lot more new music that... Yeah, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll play one of my newer ones. And then the last song I play, I, the last song that I will play is also kind of an older one, but it's like one of my favorites. And it's a very happy, go lucky, all about self love and independence type of vibe. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited to play you guys two more songs. Nice. Do you have any songs that are too personal to share? Maybe a little bit too raw yeah, in the emotions to, not... to share publicly? Hmm. Okay. I'll say no. However, there are some concepts that I'm kind of dabbling with on writing that, um, you know, might expose some people in my life. And I think that is something that kind of worries me. I don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable about my music. But then again, (laughs) what's done is done and it is art. And I would never like name anyone's actual names, but that is something I struggle with. There are certain things that I want to write about that I feel a little timid about, and then that can kind of inhibit my creativity. So that is something I'm working through. And the more and more I write, the more I can work through that. So that's just this ongoing process. But I will say, you know, I really don't hide much, you know, and and making good songs is a good excuse to be overly expressive and overly honest. So, And something you mentioned, I think a couple of songs back, that I've heard repeated on this show more times than I can even count. Yeah. Is the songs that somebody writes that they think that is 
totally unrelatable. Nobody's ever going to understand what this song is about is the song that relates the most to the most people. Yeah. Do you find that to be the case with you? Oh, totally. Yeah, definitely. You know, half the time when I write the song, I'm not keeping in mind, oh, I hope other people can relate to this. Sometimes I am having that mindset, but other times I'm not. I'm kind of just doing it for me. And then it unfolds in a way that also resonates with other people. But I'm so grateful for that because I love empathizing with others and like being a supportive emotional support person for others in my life and I think that my music can kind of help cultivate that energy and when people hear my songs and feel like they can relate to them it's just music to my ears literally it makes me really happy because I know what that's like there's certain songs out there that I hear and I'm like wow this is exactly how I feel and I never knew how to put this into words well, let's yeah. do more music from you what are we listening to next all right, yeah, so I'm going to get the guitar back out. All right, and I'm going to unmute the guitar, and hopefully Wait. that works. Yes, we're good. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so I got two more? Yes. All righty. Cool, cool. So this song, I'm going to play two more. Uh, they're going to be a lot, a lot more upbeat than the last two, <laughs> and um, a lot more about me rather than a romantic interest (laughs) so um this song is called future trip um this is actually the only one that is not released yet i am figuring out production stuff for all that um but this is called future trip and it's called future trip because i tend to freak out about the future and where my life is headed and it illustrates that anxiety that self-doubt that imposter syndrome that i feel as an artist so, yeah, here it goes. We have Becca Hinn on the tiny stage, 95.9. WATD, it's all yours. My thoughts eat away at me. I try to look up, but I can't breathe. I try to be present, so stuck on a more cause it's comfort and misery. So should I stay? Should I go? The choices we make leave you out on your own. Do I have the time? I need to decide. I need to make up my mind. Ooh, I need to make up my mind. So far away So why do I trip when it's still today? Don't know what I'm scared of It's all an illusion A place of confusion So should I stay? Should I go? The choices we make Leave it when I'm gone Do I have the time? I need to decide I need to make up my mind That was cool. Becca mm-hmm. Hanna in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? I actually co-wrote that again with um, this incredible artist named Adrian Daniel, based in Brooklyn. He's amazing. So we wrote this together and it was inspired by just, yeah, my insecurity, my doubt about where my life is headed, where I'm going to live in the future, what I'm going to be doing with my life. You know, as as a musician, like there's a lot of factors up in the air you know it's obviously there's a lot of unknowns you don't always know where your life is going and for people who are prone to anxiety which I feel like most artists are (laughs) the unknown really can feed that anxiety and writing that kind of just 
embodies that feeling of I need to make up my mind. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing tomorrow? What am I doing next week? How am I going to plan the next six months? Like, it's just kind of like this frazzled feeling that I feel from time to time. But writing that has just been very liberating because it helps validate those feelings for me. And it's very empowering as well. And playing that with my band is so fun. Yeah, it's just like a lot of great energy and a lot of releasing of emotions all at once. That's cool. Let's yeah. back a Hannah in studio tonight. 95.9 WATD. We are up against our final break of the night. Yeah. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD. We're on the tiny stage. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Being joined tonight on the Tiny Stage by singer-songwriter Becca Hanna. How you doing? Hi, John. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for... Making all this happen. Of course. Thank you for having me. Sure this thing. is amazing. Such a great opportunity. Give yourself one final introduction. Yeah. So my name is Becca Hanna. I am on all streaming platforms. It's spelled B-E-C-C-A-H-A-N-N-A-H. My Instagram handle is underscore Becca Hanna underscore. I am also in a band called The Proper Lovers. You can find us on Instagram at The Proper Lovers. And yeah, I released a song called Echo Stacks. I got a lot more music coming up this year, so definitely stay tuned. Excellent. And you've got a residency. I do. In have a Somerville, yes, right? In Somerville, yeah. So I sing the second Monday of every month for two hours at The Jungle, which is a music club in Union Square in Somerville. So definitely check it out. It's a cute little area. There's cute bars everywhere, amazing food places. It's it's a wonderful, wonderful environment. So and you can usually find parking there, too, if you're lucky. Yes, you can. You can. There's a lot, actually, behind the jungle. I'm not sure if... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know, if it's late at night, you, you probably won't get ticketed or towed, but... <laughs> no, I... There's... Yeah, there are... There definitely are some parking spots. It's also... There's a new uh, Green Line tea stop that just opened up right That's there. right. So that's right. It's super convenient. If definitely. the Green Line's working that night. Yeah, true. I know. I know. Not the most dependable. <laughs> this is not the orange line. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given, whether it's musical, personal, anything like that? Let it go. Be present. Something will present itself to you. Right off the top of your head. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a mantra. Yeah. It, yeah. I should just say that to myself every morning. Yeah. Um, we have time for one more song before we wrap things up. What are we closing out with? So we are closing out with mm. Me and I, which is one of my favorite singles of all time. I have a killer music video um, shot by Rowan Edwards from Salad Days Creative and Young Marsh from Salad Days Creative. Shout out them. They're amazing. I wrote this during the pandemic about feeling stir crazy and wanting to get out of the house. So here it goes. This is me and I. All right. Thank you so much for uh, being with us tonight. Get home safely. Best of luck with the residency. Best of luck with the the new music this year. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, John, for having me. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD. Becca Hanna, the tiny stage is yours. Cool. So this is me and I. I didn't want to stay inside. Had to go and clear my mind. Everything is all the same. And overthinking kills my brain Staring at these walls all day The walls can't say nothing to me This got me going crazy, crazy Tonight I'm going out, I'm feeling selfish Don't care what they say, oh to hell with it
Oh, to hell. 